Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Bankshot DJs podcast with your host. I got my buddy, Jacob, Denny Denenholtz, and I am your other host, Matt the Shrine Shriner. Denny, what is good? What's going on, man? Monday, January 29th, 7.50 p.m. It's already the end of February, or end of January. We're going into February. January. Crazy, yeah. you know. And... uh we had to do an impromptu podcast today because it's yeah, just too. been an insane. There's been a lot going on. It's only been about a little over a week since we recorded last, and yeah. uh, there's just so much that's happened between that one week that we had to we had to get on the mic. And we had more up. We have more upcoming. You know, with the trade deadline oh, coming we're not up, done. All Star Weekends coming up in a couple weekends. So, uh, you know, NBA is just continues to roll, and it's getting exciting. With that, Denny, what do we got on tap? We're just going to go over the same old team updates really quick. And then, you know, from trades to coaching changes to historic performances, uh, there's a lot going on in the league right now we're going to dive into. Um, The newest power rankings were dropped today, so we're going to review those. And we're going to highlight some of the games that were going on last week. We had some good games going on. We're going to bring back a segment we had a few episodes ago called uh, JD's Dunks of the Week, sponsored by Jason Burns. Shout out, Jason. Going to look over some matchups this week that we're looking forward to. And then we're going to finish off giving our thoughts about the – all-star starters those were announced last thursday yes sir denny let's waste no time let's do it without further ado uh for those who do not know we have a classic tradition here we like to do on the big shot detail podcast i'm probably getting tired of me saying this but uh for those who are listening welcome we were going to be taking a shot every single podcast that we record until our great team the seattle supersonics make a shot back in this great association we call the nba today we got some tangeray gin for our buddy, uh, Patio. Happy birthday, Patio. Happy birthday, Pat. Oh, Patty, I don't know how you drink that stuff every week. boy, Pat. <laughs> All right, let's get into let's it, Let's get Matt. into it. You want to talk about the Thunder first? Sadly, yes. All right, let's hear uh, it. Thunder. We just watched week. them play tonight. We just watched them play tonight. They sadly lost against T-Wolves 107 to 101, uh, but they beat the T-Wolves about a week and a half ago. Which I can't complain. So uh, they, they tied the season series with them two to two, two and two. So they're done playing them for the rest of the year, which is kind of crazy. The house plays crazy playoff implications going down the stretch. Yep. Because um, they're currently the one and two seed. Because they were both tied going into this game at thirty five and fourteen, and now it's thirty five and fifteen Thunder and two goals are back in first in the West, but. Thunder had a good run. They were first in the West for a while, but it's because of these struggling T Wolves that were, they got up there. I would not say it was the. We got some wins, but I mean, we got some help. So I don't care. I'm glad to be second, still in the West. I can't really complain much, but um, we had some uh, interesting games last week. Yeah. So. How have they gone? Well, uh, I'm trying to remember who else we played other than the last two horrible games. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about rivalry week uh, yep. later on. Yep. Um, so I'm not going to go running rants about that. But um, overall, not bad. We had a long road trip that just looked, you could just tell we were tired from, which we lost to the worst team in the NBA, uh, the Detroit Pistons. But for those who are haters and for every single fucking person that messaged me because my team lost to the worst team in the NBA, I hear you. Trust me. But to that, I answer Shay and. Chet did not play the entire fourth quarter, so I don't care. I'm sorry. It's uh, we're still going to be a top four seed minimum in this at the end of this year, and yeah, I'm okay. It's, it's just I'm okay with nights. that. Yeah, uh, as long as we uh, get some shit figured out. I know we're going to talk about trade deadline stuff, so yep. I hope the Thunder make a trade. 
for another big man. Um, there's some upsettingness here and there. Just look, the three games they've lost really badly. The two games against Lakers, this last game, they just shot absolutely horrendous from three-point percentage. And they're normally, without those games, they're top two in three-point percentage in the league as a team. So they just look absolutely horrible in shooting three, and that's it shows. And uh, the lack of a big person also shows. So that's my my rant with the thunder uh i'm yeah i'm not gonna do any more other than talking about rivalry week with uh versus spurs a little bit later yeah um but other than that yeah no we uh, beat the hornets and uh yeah that's all i got denny what about your sons well yeah i'll just say a couple one thing about the thunder first uh just from watching the game tonight um you know i haven't seen too many thunder games but seeing j-dub play live is crazy yeah He's he's so good, man. And he's efficient. Uh, he has the uh, he's playing really well. Highest fourth quarter efficiency. Uh, I saw that. I saw that tonight. I don't know. Yeah, he definitely he missed a few shots this last fourth quarter, but yeah. at least before this game, he was number one in field goal percentage in the fourth quarter, sitting at like sixty eight percent on the field. So crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Moving on to the Suns, they also played tonight. They played the Heat, won that game. Uh, pretty balanced scoring game for the team. Uh, they're twenty seven and twenty. They're currently eight and ten in their or eight and two in their last ten. They're sixth, I think, in the West right now. Um, they've been playing better. Uh, Book's been playing really well recently. Obviously, he had that sixty-two point game, uh, which they lost. We'll get into that more. But he's had a couple other games. He had fifty-two one night, forty-six, forty-four. So he's been locked in. He's been playing well. Um, but as I said, they lost to the Pacers when he dropped sixty-two off of an Obi Toppin uh, game when he put back. That was that was pretty uh, frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I think there's three things that are holding the Suns back right now. Number one is their depth. Obviously, it's an ongoing discussion. Can their depth be there when they need them? Can they produce? Can they be reliable? Can they do it on a nightly basis? They're going to have to. They're going to need it if they want any chance to contend for the title. Yeah. Uh, second thing is their defense. I see way too many instances. As soon as someone starts driving to the rack, the defense collapses. They freak out. There's no rotations. You're leaving shooters wide open it's yeah. easy buckets and it is <laughs> it is very frustrating to watch um oh i understand <laughs> and and the last the last thing is their fourth quarter play um they are the worst fourth quarter team in scoring in the league uh i've seen it they're just they completely fall apart they start committing bad turnovers they're not playing defense they're just they're careless yeah. um they lost to the magic the other night they got outscored 31 to thir- 13 in that <laughs> They won an eight-minute stretch oh. of not scoring. Going back to that Pacers game, you know, they should have won it. They scored 40, 40, and 34 in the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, they scored 17, uh, and they lost. Wow. And so those are the three things that I'm, I'm concerned about. They have been playing better as of late. They've been healthy. Um, but those three limiters kind of worry me going down the stretch. So we'll see. You know, the the main thing I'm concerned about is that fourth quarter scoring. Yep. Um, it, you can't go eight minutes against the Magic yeah. and not have a bucket. On the plus side, I will say this. They literally were not too long ago, this time last month, struggling with the ninth seed in the West. And they've it's got true. now shoot up to the sixth seed right yeah. now, currently yeah. holding, uh, which I mean, is amazing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm criticizing them, but as I said, yeah. they're, they're eight and two in their last 10. No, it's good. And they're yeah, 27 no, they, and 20, so they're, they're playing well. They're healthy. They're playing well. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm glad to see it. We all knew it was going to happen. We talked about this many times. Yeah. We might be they, a little bit they, biased, but... They need, well, they just needed some time, um, especially those three together. But those are just some limiters that concern me. Obviously, we'll go back to it, you know, the next episode. But moving on to league news, Matt, we got another trade. We got Scary Terry going to uh, South Beach. Terry Rozier Scary. has been traded to the Miami Heat. And in return, uh, Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first rounder are going to Charlotte. Matt, what were your first initial thoughts when you heard about this trade? Well, it's actually hilarious. So we have I have a buddy named uh, Michael Riley who also does a podcast for basketball um, called the uh, Dunks and Discussions. Go check it out. Shout out Dunks and Discussions. Uh, I was really listening to his podcast in the gym, um, and uh, he was really talking about how bad he's a Heat fan. He was really talking about I was like I was like Heat need to go trade for Terry. Um, and literally the next morning is when it happened. I was like I was just like text Mike. I'm like there you go. You got your deal. You predicted it. Uh, no, this is definitely needed. Yep. Uh, as much as we love Kyle Lowry, uh, he just was not the answer. Not he, he can't run the floor with those guys there. And Terry Rozier is having a really good underrated season so far that was just underlooked by so many people. And so I think they got great value for him. Kyle Lowry went over to the Hornets, which I mean, Hornets aren't competing anywhere this year. And I think it actually helps the Hornets and gives uh, Melo and Brandon Miller a little bit more development there instead of having a scary Terry just, uh, you know, doing really good. So, yeah. I really like this trade for both ways, for the fact that Hornets are not competing at all right now and uh, helps them develop their young young core. And uh, yeah, Terry will be good for the already stacked heat that uh, need to make a little bit more moves to actually be a good contender. In this they needed a playmaker they did. in that backcourt. I, th- I was talking about it uh, when I'm, a couple episodes ago when I was talking about how I was watching the heat. Yeah, The way that offense kind of flo- flowed through, you know, uh, Tyler Hero and bam just wasn't working it can't all be jimmy uh rogier is averaging a career high and sick with six assists right now this yep. year so i think this was perfect he averaging 26 points per game before yep. he got traded like, yeah that's... and you you move tyler hero to the off ball scoring guard which he's better at now you got two, um, two guards that are averaging yeah. around 26 per game yeah there on top of bam and jimmy already being all-stars themselves pretty much He's he's struggled in the yeah. first couple of games he's played for him. The he Heat currently on a seven game losing streak, but he did have twenty one tonight. Seven game losing streak. The Heat are on a seven game losing I, I streak. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, not not really sure what's going on right now, but <laughs> Rozier had a good. He looked better tonight, so I think they just need time. But I really like that fit for Scary Terry over there in Miami. Yeah, me too. Um, they'll they'll get their feet under them. And I mean, it's Miami. You can never yeah. count out Miami. Yeah, they'll figure it out. That's exactly what Mike said in another one of his episodes, talking about. Um, you, yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't count out yeah. Miami, and they're still what? They're they're only eighth, so. Oh yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, yeah. they'll be fine. Plenty of time. I'm not worried about them. Yeah, they need to start figuring it out. If they don't have it figured out, uh, either right before the All Star break or post All Star break, then I'm I'd be a little bit worried. Yeah, but staying in the uh, Eastern Conference, no one is safe, Matt. Nobody. Um, news came out that. Milwaukee Bucks head coach Adrian Giffen, uh, he's out. Um, he was Absolute dismissed. Shocker. Yeah, Bucks. I, what? We're second oh in the gosh. second in the East. Second in the East. Uh, third best record in the NBA at the time, behind the Celtics and uh, the T Wolves when he got fired. And yeah, uh, the third shortest coaching tenure in NBA history. Uh, and it makes you think, why? Literally, why? Giannis is having a great year. 
uh dame's actually doing pretty damn good he just got dame in a trade yep there's uh the number one thing i said with everybody that i've talked to like in my group chat something like that is just it has to be internal like there's just no way they just like out of nowhere just do this so either that or Giannis is having a problem with tenacity getting minutes or something like that he's looking out for his little bro but uh I don't know. Apparently, lots of rumors talks, and uh, he just lost the locker room. Apparently, is what the only rumors I really heard. But they're really quick to move on with him. Really, really quick. Like immediately after. Like I'm not even kidding. Five minutes after I got the Woj bomb saying that they fired him, Woj also sent his thing out immediately that said, "Oh, uh, looks like they're heavily interested in Doc Rivers." Dude, it five was literally minutes. yeah, it was so quick. It was literally it's like five all right, they, minutes. They've already decided it's Doc. Okay. People are still figuring out that he just got fired. Not even five minutes after Woj dropped that bomb, they were like, "Oh, Doc Rivers is supposed to be the main guy." It's like they wanted to hire Doc Rivers in the first place, but never did, and now they're regretting it. But like, just because you're behind the Celtics in the East, like, come on. Giannis chose Adrian Griffin, yeah, in the offseason over Giannis Nick Nurse. Did. Yeah, uh, what I've what I've heard <laughs> is there's just been uh, some tension in the locker room, and this stems back to the uh, in season tournament when they lost to the Pacers in the semifinals in the in season tournament. Um, mm-hmm. There was, I think Adrian Griffin was trying to have a, a, you know, a talk, trying to just talk to the team after the game, post game, um, telling them what to work on and everything. And Bobby P basically stood up and yeah. kind of went off on on him, saying that he needs to do a better job structuring the offense and um, providing them the opportunities to be able to perform down down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same game, you know, there's those videos, there's the photos of Giannis sitting at the scorers table during the timeout. Um, just didn't go over there and when he got pulled initially he you know didn't high five Adrian Griffin which is yeah. not Giannis no. um, so, so you just started seeing that yeah and then happened. and then after he got fired Chris Haynes came out and said that um, the front office members of the front office started going to practices yeah and workouts and usually if someone that never happened yeah and usually <laughs> if the front office does it you know they stay upstairs and they're watching from like you know the window or whatever but mm-hmm. apparently they were down there on the floor like right there yeah. watching and listening to everything and they must not have liked what they saw because there'll, there'll probably be gone. more stories to come out yeah a lot more will probably come out but that you now that you talk about the how the fact that Giannis still not hired it i think it's gotten to a really bad point in professional sports i'm not even just to be nba professional sports where these high value players are having so way too much have so power. much power they, they should not uh, the coach is there Crazy. to coach you not the other way around yeah you see with lebron with every single coach he's had in la every single coach in la he's you've seen that yeah. i'm not saying luke walton's a great coach by any means obviously but like every single coach um lebron's influenced pretty much in his older career and uh you're seeing Giannis doing it now, and I think this is where I, I just yeah I kind of hate the idea of all these. I mean, it's it really is crazy I how much of an influence their they have. Opinion matters, is right? Because you want to you want to keep them happy. But they should not be the. But they shouldn't be. It shouldn't be reason. dependent all on them, like 100. percent We saw this with you know Russ. Uh, we saw this with uh, we'll backtrack a little bit of football. We saw this with Russell Wilson in Seattle. Yep. Uh, you've seen it so many places. It's like I don't want this. I want this. I don't want this, and it's. It's not your decision to do that. You're you're being paid there to play, not to be in the front office. Once you retire and retire and hang up your jersey, then you can go do that all you want if you get hired. So I kind of hate all the power that's going there. Um, that's my little rant on that. Yeah. Well, going back to this, how do we feel about Doc coming in as a replacement? <laughs> I mean, do you want to like do good in the playoffs or what? Uh, 
I've always liked Doc Rivers. Uh, I liked him on those Clippers team for a long time. Then he left there. Obviously, never made a good playoff run. He was yeah. with uh, the only championship he won was with the Celtics, Celtics. big three with yep. Paul, Paul Pierce, KG, and yeah. So and uh, and my guy, our guy, Ray Allen. This ain't for all the fans seeing the video. This ain't this ain't uh, Giannis. No, it ain't the OG three four. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, our guy Ray Allen, love him. Yeah. The original Steph Curry. Yeah, but I agree with you. I mean, the you know track record that Doc has, besides the Celtics with the Clippers, especially with the Sixers, yeah. uh, his playoff record track is you know it's not too good. So he's got a horrible reputation for it. And you're gonna have people. Well, you're you're gonna have Dame and Giannis wanting to both both ball in their hands when it comes to the final minutes. Yeah, and Doc, you have to coach that well. I'm sorry, but we'll have to see what, how that happens because. Now your first year where Giannis has multiple star power outside of just like Chris Middleton, you know, and Drew Holiday. It's like actual real star power with Dame. And uh, he had a coach, Harden and Embiid. Yep. Let's see how he does coaching he Dame and them. Giannis. He had a coach, so, CP3, CP Blake Griffin, yep, yep. Obviously, we already talked about the Celtics three. And yep. So let's, we'll see what he we'll can do. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weird... I just feel like they just wanted to hire Doc in the first place, and they just didn't because of Giannis. Yep. And then Giannis regretted his own decision. It sounds like so. Well, that'll be a, definitely a, a hot team to talk about moving forward, especially with Doc there. Um, yeah, that guy always just brings a lot with him. Um, anyways, moving forward, another coach that has been moved out of his position, Wes Unsell Jr. of the Washington Wizards, uh, has been moved to a front office role. They're currently searching for a new head coach. They have some guy named Brian Keefe as their interim right now. Um, I mean, it's the Wizards, so there's re- I, I don't really have much to say. Just nope. saw this come out. That uh, I think he removed himself from office. Cause, like, who wants to be the coach? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he, yeah, maybe right he was the one that was like, I think I need to go to a different role. Who wants to be in that coaching situation? It's like, not a fun time. You know, what's so funny is like they've been a pretty bad team. Like I know the Spurs are doing pretty good against them tonight. Yeah, but like I feel like. Even like the worst teams in this league, Spurs have gotten tension because of Wemby and Greg Popovich is still the coach there. Yep. And then you have the Pistons who've gotten uh, that because, well, one, Kate Cunningham, two, they just are absolutely bad. You don't feel like you hear anything about the Wizards and how bad they are, but they're bad. Like, that's just true. I really haven't looked at any of Jordan Poole's stuff, but I know he's playing like ass. He's probably going to get traded at this deadline, too. Him, Kuz, probably. Oh. I hear it. Oh, I, shit. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll save that for later, but. And possibly Tyus Jones, too. So wow. it's like they could wow. be, be doing just... clear sweep. Yeah. OKC style. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, they pioneered something in this league. Sam Presti's a magical wizard. For real. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple players return to action tonight, Matt. Evan Mobley came back from a six week absence. Yeah, we talked ben about Simmons that. came back from a three month absence. Miracle. Uh, yeah, Mobley had 10 and 9 tonight, 20 minutes. Cavs beat the Clippers. Ben Simmons had 10, 8 boards, 11 assists in 18 minutes against Utah. They took that win. Um, both those guys are, you know, impact players for their teams. The Cavs right now, especially, are still been playing really well. Uh, I think we were talking about in the last episode, but they've still been playing well without Mobley, without Garland. They're currently fifth. They're 9-1 in their last 10. So bringing back Mobley is big, is big, for, uh, the, big for the Cavs. Yeah, I was just watching them play tonight. Um... Yeah, they had a good, good. They had a good win against the Clippers tonight. Yeah, Clippers haven't really lost recently. Yeah, they so. went three 0 last week. Yeah, some tough matchups. 
uh that's actually amazing they beat the clippers and i'm all for it yeah because <laughs> everybody keeps on saying well we'll get down to power rankings in a minute but uh yeah i'm yeah i'm excited for them uh mobile is definitely a big part of this team it's because it's just it's, they are uh, they don't have that many like big guys outside of well jared allen's been balling actually yeah so, so he it, might see his production slip a little bit but yeah. i still love him and mobley in the front court oh, absolutely. That's, a, that's a nice I front court like, it's it's a nice tandem like it puts less yeah. pressure on either one yeah and so yeah it's needed because you can't have jared allen on the floor the entire time so they yep. can switch off playing minutes on and off they can play together on the court too so it's uh yeah that's a big move for them and then brooklyn's 19 and 27 they're 10th right now three and seven in their last 10 Ben Simmons coming back. I can't remember the last time I even saw Ben Simmons play. I like can't name it. See, I think I think I saw he was gone for three months. So yeah, it's shit, man. It's been a while. It's uh, yeah, it's been weird. Let's see, um, let's see if he can you know keep plugging along, doing his thing. I hope he comes back like to somewhat classical Ben Simmons. I don't yeah. know. Like that's that was a huge master. Tra- I mean, obviously, obviously the Nets are nothing like we saw them going to be. They obviously had uh, Harden and Katie and him, and they had uh, Kyrie at one point too. Nets <laughs> looked very different the last few years, but uh, it's like them and the Raptors. Yeah, just yeah. look completely different. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, moving on, Matt. Let's let's talk about the Siakam trade. Pascal. How's it, I mean, how's it been? You know, he's been playing really well for the Pacers. They're currently three and three. Uh, with him there, but they haven't had Halliburton for those games. And he, Siakam's been playing really well, 21-7-6. He had a triple-double and a win against the Sixers. Um, and I think when Halliburton comes back, those guys are going to play really well together. I think yeah. the Pacers are going to be a very good team. Also, speaking about those new rules, Halley can only miss three more games throughout the season to be All-NBA, which I did not realize that was also a thing. Did you see that? He's already... So he has 35 games left in the season. He can only miss... Yeah. He has played 33 games for the rest of the season to be considered for All-NBA. Oh, because you got hit that 65 threshold for mm-hmm. all the awards, including All-NBA. Holy shit. Including All-NBA, which I did not realize that. I didn't realize crazy. it was All-NBA, too. I think that's might be a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. But uh, uh, when we're when talking about those awards. But, um, yeah, no, they've been balling. I'm really glad Siakam went there. Uh, He's been playing really well. Quick shout out to my boy Andrew Nemhard, who just got his thousand career NBA point last night. And surprisingly, uh, so he's a he's a Zag. And this last off season for NCAA, his little brother Ryan Nemhart transferred from Creighton, where he was balling in the tournament, to uh, uh, Andrew's uh, school in Gonzaga as well. And so, on the same exact night, Andrew Nemhart hit his thousand career point in the NBA. Ryan Nemhart scored his thousand career point in college basketball. That's so cool. Nemhart brothers scored a thousand points respectively in their different schools. That's so or cool. Careers. Yeah. So that's really cool. Nemharts are special boys. Um, shout out to my Zags. You know, <laughs> not a great, not a great year, but yeah, I'm not gonna dwell on that. But going back to the Pacers, yeah, really excited for them. Pascal Siakam is looking great. He looks happier that he's there. Um, oh yeah, he's loving it. And they're sixth right now. Yeah, they're gonna they're, go, they're, they're gonna continue to go. Especially up. when yeah, when Halliburton comes back, mm-hmm. we've seen the difference he makes. How efficient he is. Absolutely. No turnovers. Guy averages like twelve assists per game. So yeah, the Pacers are gonna be rolling. And you know there are other players like Miles Turner. We've talked about Matherin, Buddy Heald. It's a solid team over there. TJ McConnell. 
So yeah, I like the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. Hallie uh, showed up today in a Cyclone jersey to support his buddy Brock oh, that's Purdy. Dope. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about football. Nope. Because we're upset. Nope. nope. But uh, shout out nope. to the Cyclones. Shout out to uh, my man Jazz Coons. Jazz Coons. Yes, sir. Uh, the boy, the boy, former former Coog turned Cyclone. Yeah, they did, they did good. Yep. Anyways, moving on, Matt. We've had some crazy individual performances the past few weeks. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Let's go back to last week. And B dropped seventy. Boom. I think he had like seventy and eighteen rebounds. Yep. Insane. Absolutely insane. Who did they beat? It was uh, the Spurs. The Spurs. And Talk get, about a welcome to the NBA moment for Wemby. And he also had 30 points that game. Wemby did have 30. Yeah. <laughs> they got destroyed, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely was, destroyed. Yeah. And that same night, Cap, dro- Cap dropped 62. But they did not have the... The, the Wolves did not have the same outcome. Uh, they lost to the Charlotte Hornets on uh, supposedly game winner. Uh, a lot of speculation. I, I, know, I have a few of my friends that are Wolves fans that... Definitely calling for a foul on that last play, but uh, let's just say the T Wolves coach was not happy with Cat at the end of the game. Well, oh yeah, Chris Finch. Yeah, yeah. what did he? Yeah, what did he say post game? He pretty much talked about how it was like it doesn't matter. It was ugly. Yeah, he it didn't was ugly. care. It's like yeah. you can't lose. You can't put up sixty points and still lose that game like that. Like it's like it's an ugly win, which he's completely right. Uh, can you put up sixty and be efficient? Yes. Yeah, so this is also yeah. Didn't. Um, We'll, we'll talk about Luca in a second, but then Luca also lost his game with the Mavs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So like, you have these few people playing up mass points, but like, at what cost? It's at what cost? Crazy. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not shitting on Cad. There's nothing to do. Like Cad did had a great game. Like good for him. Right. And uh, actually, we, uh, me, and uh, Tholmes and Hammy talked a little bit about this earlier this weekend. And Holmes uh, brought up a funny theory of the fact that he thinks that um, Adam Silver's trying to pay for these records somehow, which I've seen some NBA fan theories going on this that like that's why you've never that's seen it before. That yeah, it's part of like yeah, a little script, a little side money that people don't see right mm-hmm. off the bat because this is insane. Like, like you said, four time NBA history, multiple players off sixty plus on the same day. Like. Yeah, there's that's a fun fan theory. I don't necessarily know if that's true. Well, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's... Well, it's then it's crazy moving on to later in the week. Yeah, because then on Friday last week, Luca dropped seventy three, and I I just checked they did win that game. They did win that game. They won one forty eight, one forty three against the Hawks. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So they had that. It was book book dropped sixty two. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah. they lost to the Pacers. But literally in a five day span, you had two other guys do that. So that was the fifth time in NBA history that two guys did that in the same day. Second time in the same week. I mean, that's that's all, crazy. All of that, and they still can't catch up with Shea, who's leading the entire NBA in scoring, baby. That is crazy, dude. Not per game, because, you know, he actually plays all his games on, like, other people. But, uh, sorry, I'm not... That's It's not a Shea rant. It's not not my not my place. Yeah. I, I just want to say, headband Luca. Different. Different. Headband book. Different. Different. I think it's funny that they both started wearing headbands this season. Here's my other thing. So, yeah, you had Luca drop 70, what, 74? 73. 73 points. And where are they right now in the West? Uh, Let's take a look. They are currently in the West. They're eighth. They're eighth in the West right now. So, they're barely playing. They're barely playing. 
I don't like that. Like four and six in their last ten. They were as high as the fourth seed earlier this season. Yeah, remember? No, remember at the very start of the season, they were no Kyrie's been flurrying out here and there. One, yeah. Ky- well, Kyrie's been getting hurt with different injuries. And like that guy is so injury prone. But he's not the reason an, that you should be falling no, this but, hard. No, Luca dropping yeah. seventy two. Which I talked about it again with my buddy Mike Dog, and uh, man, just played some sloppy ass defense. Oh, like, we're talking about Luca. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, he doesn't put any effort onto, on the defensive that. side of the ball. He doesn't put any effort. It's he I had to go care. watch for myself, and I'm like, yeah, this guy is like, it doesn't matter if you drop 72, if you're not going to do anything on the other end. He doesn't. He doesn't pay attention off ball. He doesn't really. It's he's horrible at defense. He just doesn't care. He doesn't put. So, he doesn't put any effort into the defense. I so kind of just talking about like these crazy games and just like how Cavs coach popped off on him. And how I'm gonna? I know Luca won that game, but um, just in general, uh, that and then D book losing the Suns against Pascal Siakam. How you talk about how they're the worst fourth quarter in the NBA right now, efficiency wise. So annoying. It's just like I think people are literally just going crazy on this offense. Great, we can shoot. Like it's 100 true for the fact that we're just living in a world today where there's just so many good basketball players. That's how great it is. We're just so good at pushing scores because it would practice so much, and we're just at this little like little basketball evolution for you. You know what I mean? But at the cost of losing other pieces on the floor, like those guys in the '90s, like we're not putting up like like you said, like five games the season, players drop sixty plus. Most in the season, six, 62, 63 season. Like we had the '80s and '90s because people played defense. Like like this is the most high scoring games we've ever seen in the NBA. Like in this stretch, no defense. There's no defense. Yeah. But like tonight was a great game. I saw defense with it was the OKC and, and yep. uh, T Wolves. T Wolves are a great defensive team. They're one of the. I think they're the best defensive team in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, I think they're the top defensive yeah. net rating, and that's because they have two big guys and three. Crazy. Was it three time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert? Two time. He has got at least one. a couple. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Jaden McDaniels is a good defender. Jaden McDaniels, Ant is really Ant's good. a really player. good two way player. Yeah. You talk about a guy who plays defense. Ant is a really good defender. Who that that man went on first overall not too long ago? And I feel like he's very underrated still. I'll give him luck. He annoys the crap out of me the amount he, much he complains. Which, you know, Luca does the same thing, but my gosh, he's a really talented player. I'll give it to him. And he's, you know, plays a lot better defense than Luca, too. So I don't know. I just like, it's fun watching scoring. But, like, I'm literally watching so many games where it's just, like, leaving people wide open. And, like, it's just it's just. It, it goes back. It's, it's not just the Suns. It's every team. When it, In yeah. the NBA, when defenses collapse, someone finds themselves open. No one even cares about nope. closing out. Even if it's, like, going to be an open shot, you should still give the effort to go close out. And it gives guys literally the time that they need to sit there, set themselves up, see and knock down zone, the shot. See more zone defense more than anything, which is collapsing because the main man always yep. somebody's always open during zone defense. Yep. So it's been yeah, it's you just know, a different NBA. We've had four seventy-point games in the last year. Four. Yeah, because uh, we had two this year now. Yeah. And then last year we had Dame, who I think had seventy-one, mm-hmm. and then Spida, yeah, who I think also had seventy-one. Yeah, all holding up the paper. And they had the paper, yeah. Nothing like the Will, but yeah. So it's crazy, dude. And like you said, the five games this season, player dropped sixty plus. It's most in the season since 62, 63 season where there was nine. That's crazy. We're only halfway through the season. It could happen. It's an evolution of the NBA. So yeah. I kind of like. It's like what we were talking. We were talking about that a few episodes ago. Evolution yeah. of the game, the scoring. 
obviously a lot of a lot of it has to do with a three point shot. You yeah. can credit Steph Curry for that. Every yeah. position on the floor is got to be able to shoot. Allen for that. I like Ray that. Ray Allen walks so Steph Curry can run. I like that. Let's just let's just put that out there. I like that. No, it's no disrespect to Steph. Obviously, he's amazing. Yeah, he's probably one of the best like players I'll ever see in my life. Oh yeah. Which I'm, I'm so glad I'm gonna go down and see him here next month. Who the are they first playing? Nuggets. I'm going to see Jokic play wow. against my boy Clay. I'm finally going to see Clay in an NBA game. I'm not seeing him professionally yet, so I'm excited to see that. But you'll see Jamal Murray, Jamal, MPJ, MPJ Julian Strother, KCP, KCP, damn, Kuminga. That's going to be a really good game. And yeah, I'm excited. Aaron Gordon. Oh, Aaron Gordon, come back to the Bay. Yeah. He's from Archbishop Mini. Shout out Mitty to all my uh, Mitty fans back home. And you're seeing that Hawaii game. Yeah. See my boy Rappa. Shout out Rap. Yeah. Anyways. So. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Matt. Let's talk about the power rankings. Yeah. New ones just dropped today. Uh, there's a new number one team in the power rankings, and that is the the uh, LA Clippers. I don't know if they'll be there next week. You got the lose all tonight, but this, this power yeah. ranking did drop before the game tonight. It's, you know, I mean... Besides tonight, they've been playing. I mean, we keep talking about they've been playing really well. They're twenty-seven and uh, eight since November seventeenth. That was six games into Harden's tenure with them. Yeah. Um. So they've just been playing really well. Currently sitting at fourth in the West. Yep. Currently sitting at fourth in the West, eight and two in their last ten. Uh, obviously, they lost tonight, but they've just been doing their thing. Yeah. Um. Looking at the the rest of the power rankings, we got Boston that's still at two. You got the Nuggets at three. Sixers at four, and you got OKC at five. Yeah, I'm not mad about it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though, like they don't highlight is that I think, no, I don't think I know for sure. Thunder definitely have one of the hardest stretches this month. First of all, they yeah, haven't they? Had, haven't they had one of the tougher schedules? Yeah, and they've been they've traveled more than anybody else this so far this month so far too. They've yeah. had 11 road games to their five home games and um, it's been tough because they're traveling everywhere and so uh, yeah and you saw how bad they did in those road games against LA both LA's and then uh, they had that close win against the uh, Pist- or the uh, Blazers right yeah they beat the Blazers is that when Chauncey Phillips got the uh, tentacle or did he get ejected yeah he got ejected <laughs> and he almost and he was gonna challenge he was he was gonna challenge the game. He was gonna challenge the that's game right. ending. That's right. Yeah. To uh, decide not to because it was dumb. Because it, it, okay, I understand because like they called a he was trying to call a timeout and it was like a split second, like a second that the ref didn't hear him, mm-hmm. so they called the foul instead. And then Chauncey Bell just got all up into the fucking ref's face. He got teed up twice and got ejected. And I'm like. You know, if you didn't do it to yourself for the fact that like, you just got teed up twice, and I understand maybe a little bit of the outcome, but you got yourself teed up twice, not once, twice, then got ejected. So you literally just gave free points to the other team. Like, you did not have to react that way. Uh, free points. But um, uh, anyways, look at the rest of the power rankings. I've already ranted plenty of <laughs> under. <laughs> um, no, after, you know, after that, it's the Bucks, It's the Wolves. A team that I want to talk about who's actually eighth is the Knicks. They jumped from 8th to 12th. I think they deserve more recognition. I don't man. think the Knicks are being talked about enough. No. So I completely agree. 
Uh, they're currently fourth in the East. They're on a six-game win streak. Eight and two in the last ten. They're twelve and two since OG no, joined the team. They're on a seven-game win streak now. Oh, because I think they must have. Yeah, they yeah. must have won tonight. Um, and they just beat the Nuggets by thirty-eight the, the other night. OG trade's looking. The OG good for them trade right now. is looking insane for them. They are playing insane Which, basketball right I, now. I, I said in our podcast, I did not think it was going to go their way, but it yeah. has. He's. They've been the best defensive team since he's joined. Uh, I think on the season the Wolves are the best defensive team, but Jalen Brunson, they've been playing insane. Talked about Brunson snub, uh, yeah, we'll possible snub. That. He, I saw a, t- a tweet. He never like says anything no. about any of that stuff. He just shows it in his game. That's why I love. And he always goes I nuts in a game after something like dude. that. Um, the one issue now for the Knicks is that they just lost Julius Randle for some time. Dislocated shoulder. Dislocated shoulder. Oh my god, it was ugly. Yeah, that was gross. Oh. Um, MRI sounds like he uh, avoided a severe injury, but he's going to be out through the All-Star break. We'll see how the Knicks can kind of maintain going into the Get break. Yeah. Um, but that's a team that I've been very impressed with is the Knicks. Yeah, me too. I really I like the Knicks. I think they deserve more recognition. Yeah. Um, they're coming back. I mean, Drew Randall's a massive blow to their game. He's easily the number two scorer behind um, Jalen Brunson. Yep. But uh, other guys are going to have to step up. Yeah, it's just how it's gonna have to be. OG's gonna have to step so, up big time. OG's gonna be probably need to be more of a scorer, scoring option. Um, they're gonna have Hardenstein now down low. I can't even think of their new center. Actually. Their new center, Precious Achua, is probably oh, gonna Precious, see more minutes yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Precious. Oh, Hardenstein. Divincenzo, who Divincenzo, I think has been playing better. He just yeah, he played. Did that just minutes. say he had forty three minutes for twenty eight points? points. Brunson with 32 points tonight. Oh, is this then, tonight? Yeah, this is tonight. Oh, shit. DiVincenzo had 28 tonight? Yo. Yeah. Okay. Div- All right. So DiVincenzo will step up. Yep. Josh Hart had some nice numbers. 8, 7, and 12. Precious Achua played 33 minutes. You know who they need? You know who, you know who needs to get more minutes? Malachi he's, he's sitting down there at the bottom. <laughs> he only played two minutes. He only played two minutes. Shout yeah. out to Malachi Flynn. Uh, Don't give Quinn Grimes 32 minutes, bro. Give 30 of those minutes to Malachi Flynn, please. <laughs> Quinn Grimes is... Quinn Grimes is not... I mean, he got seven points. <laughs> but he's just always... Com- he's been complaining. Minutes. Yeah, he's been complaining. Oh, man. Only two rebounds, two assists. That's yeah. not great, but... But excited excited for the Knicks, though. Definitely a team I've enjoyed watching this year. Um, finishing out the, the top 10 of the power rankings, we have the Suns next at nine, which I'm surprised by, actually. And then we have the Cavs at 10. And we've been talking a lot Cavs about the Cavs. Yeah, Cavs have been playing really well. Obviously, they just beat the Clippers tonight. We they talked beat about. the Clippers tonight. They have Mobley back. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Sin at 28-16. Another possible all-star starter snub. Another possible all-star starter snub. Yep. Talk about that pretty soon. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to review some games from last week. Some would say there's some rival games here. Uh... You guys can be, you know, we'll we'll make some decisions on that. If a little bit of rivalry. <laughs> a little bit of rivalry. NBA likes to create this narrative this week, calling it rivalry week. Um, some of these I kind of see. I think they're more just kind of playing player rivalries, not necessarily yeah, team rivalries, right? Um, I uh, think they're just kind of cr- they're trying to create this perception in the media, yeah, a little bit. One so. one matchup that I've really enjoyed. Is this uh, this Kings Warriors series that's going on? It's been uh, insane. They had another game where the Kings won by one. The last three matchups they've had have been decided by a total of uh, three points. Wow, that's actually it's been a great. I mean, it, this goes back to the playoffs last year when they won seven. 
in seven game series. So yeah. I've really enjoyed this this uh, matchup. I hope they for some reason get matched up again in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, if the Warriors can make that push to get even into the playoffs, light the beam. But light the beam, man. Um, this is a great matchup. Another All Star snub, possibly. Possible another All Star snub. Um, <laughs> going on to another game that happened last week. Actually, was a another it was a rematch of uh, Chet and Wemby. Thunder Spurs. I actually don't even know what the score of that game was. It was, uh, I know it was a blowout. It, I know it probably wasn't good. It was uh, an absolute 140 blowout. 140-114. Season high uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> what, in total points? Yeah. Shit. I got to say very, very, very bad Spurs. But, but, in, terms but. Of, but in terms of rivals, uh, Chet and Wemby both played a lot better. A lot better. Game. A lot better. A lot. Wemby had 24... In 12 of four blocks. What did Chet have? Chet had a... Um, Chet had 17, 9, and 4. With also three blocks. With also three blocks. So they both played a lot better uh, in this matchup. But outside of that matchup, I mean, Matt, do you have anything to say about this game? Did you watch this game? I watched this entire game, actually. Um, what were your thoughts on this game? Give us a little recap. It proves my point that Chet is, should be the rookie of the year. Uh, I've said it so many times... I'm going to continue to say it. Spurs are so bad. And the fact, like, here's another thing. is So, Wemby, I think, I can't, I'll, I'll look it up here in a second. But, um, it's like field goal percentage. They were just not good. Like, Wemby took the same amount of shots as, uh, no, 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 no. Like, Wemby took, I think it was like eight or ten more shots than um, Chet and got only got more points off of free throws. Like, and Chet's not going. Chet's not getting to the free throw line. That's one thing I want Chet to be better in his game. He's not super confident in his drive game yet because he doesn't want to foul. Because mm-hmm. he, you know, he dealt with that earlier as a rookie, like earlier in the year where people are just, you know, trying to draw offensive fouls against him, and they'll call it against him every time. But um, it was kind of funny. It was a blowout. It was a fourth quarter, and uh, it was just at the end they just like went at it. Fourth quarter, like. Like, okay, she's up oh, by 30. I, I did see some of those highlights. Yeah. yeah. And, they were going uh, back and forth. They, they that was cool. That was, was cool. so fun. Yeah. And I loved Chet's response to it. Going back to that, like, Chet's response to it was amazing at the end. He said, he pretty much said, yeah, it's fun and respects Wemby and everything like that. But at the end of the day, he's just trying to, you know, get the win for his team, which is like, he's trying to be a team player. He said the rivalry is fun and all that. But like, he just like, you know, it's take care of the team first and then you can, I can do what I need. And he got to the rim. He was, you know, and when we were going at it, everybody's think Wemby had a great magic because he like bumped his chest. And then Chet bumped Wemby on the next play. And then they called a foul on Chet, but not on Wemby when Wemby does it. I was so pissed off, dude. I was literally so, like, literally, literally the exact same thing. It's because they, they, the, they protect the rookie of the year. They protect the eight Wemby. win rookie of the year. <laughs> it was just dumb. Like, I. When when the Spurs can be better, I think this will be a lot more. It'd be more competitive. Like, I know it would be a lot more. It'd be more fun. I think it'll if they're putting up these numbers better. and it's yeah yeah. I mean, Wemby's been averaging twenty five and nine with three blocks the past month, so I've been I've been impressed with that. Like the but, next person who did good on this team was, yeah, was Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell fan club. Devin Vassell fan club. Shout out. Who is Blake Wesley? Exactly my point. And Malachi Bronham, like. Yeah, it's tough. They're not good. Julian Champagne. I'm assuming Champagne. I don't even know. So, so Sohan had two, Co-tran. four, five. God. Yeah. Co-tran. Yeah. I yeah, don't they're know. not. 
I agree, though. It would make that matchup a lot more fun if it was actually close games. So, like, and... I don't even care if Wemby's scoring 30 points on them. Yeah. They're fucking getting blown out. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, make it mean something. You want a participation trophy just for playing on a shitty team? Go for it. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Pop, you're a better coach than that. You can at least put up some defensive fucking presence out there. Yeah. Pistons put up a better defensive presence out there than you. I'm pretty sure they have a They, they beat this person tonight. No way, Pistons did? Yeah, Pistons beat the Spurs. Or no, sorry, that was the Wizards. Sorry, Wizards sorry, Wizards. Yeah. Wizards beat the Spurs? Wizards beat the Spurs. Yeah. So, which is another... Point. Pistons no. beat OKC, which I already went to. But um, yeah, That's I don't... Okay. Uh, there's my quick rant on Wemby versus Chet. Yeah. Um, sure, Wemby's... Okay, I'll give Wemby the fact that he's had a great January. And he will he probably did. win Rookie of the Month this month. Yeah, he did have a good month. Chet just got his uh, trophy handed to him tonight, or his little glass for, oh, for uh, rookie, rookie of the month, month of December. So, I didn't realize um, they present those to you like pregame. Yeah, so that's, they pretty, did that's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, it's it's far from over. Let's yeah. just say that. Um, yeah, I think Chet will need to step up more. He's had, he's had an off last couple of weeks. He's not been as great as I wanted to be, other than this Spurs game, because obviously he has a little fire in him to compete. So. Mm. Um, um, Chet's going to be in the position where he's going to have to step up, and I know he will. So coming down the stretch, especially when it comes to playoff implications and where we're going to be at. So I think we'll be better there. Um, Mark Dagnall still trying to figure out how to coach this team with not having a second big man outside of Chet there, which is also really tough because he's also been trying to rest him as much as he can on all plays. And he has Jalen Williams, Jay Will, and Kenrick out there trying to back him up. And Oh, sorry, I'm going down with Thunder Rant. No, you're good. Uh, no, let's let's go back we'll, to Wivalry Week. I'm we'll, so, no, no, we'll go into the next game. This yeah. this one's had some co- controversy uh, over a particular player. So last yeah. week the Nugs and the uh, 76ers played. Paul Reed had 30. Why did Paul Reed play? Because the so quote unquote MVP has not played in Denver since 2000 no, November of 2019. You know that? That's November crazy. of 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, and so there's a lot, there's a lot of speculation there. Nugs. Why won. is that? Why? Why does he just not like playing that uh, that altitude or what's? I don't know. No, he no excuses. He just doesn't like. They just then they just play mm-hmm. in uh, Philly recently. Yeah. Yep. That's why I was so confused. I don't. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Uh, there's a lots of fans because he was. There's a lot of controversy right now because of it. Uh, well, that goes against the player uh, yeah. participation policy. Coach Coach Malone uh, went off in the press conference a little bit. He like kind of he didn't make sure not to step on his over his toes or anything like that. But uh, pretty much said like like they were told at the beginning of the season this would call for an investigation because he was not on the injury report all week or any time since. Uh, the, the game before that, which was against the Pacers. Yep. And so he was not on the injury report whatsoever. There's wasn't other like, people wasn't on like the injury report. Wasn't like 15 minutes before the game. That's what I saw. Yeah. That he got put on the 15 report. 15 minutes. And but they had people like Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, who was on injury report, but not Embiid. Not one single bit. And then all of a sudden, night, right knee soreness, which, and then Mike Malone did give him credit. He said, yeah, I, we watched that game. We saw that he got his, he hurt his knee a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. But why say he's out on the very last second there? So they're good. The NBA hasn't announced anything that they're going to that they have investigation there for that, but they should. That's what they told them they're going to do. They need to keep to their word. 
that was still a close game too. It was a lot 10, closer. One hundred five, one eleven. That's a uh, that's pretty impressive actually. Paul that Reed. That happened. Paul Reed. I mean, Paul Reed at thirty. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, what was that? And also after this, Joel Embiid could only play, only miss four or five more games, or it's five more games before he he missed. Kelly Oubre had twenty five in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think Embiid's gonna get MVP. He's definitely gonna be out for that many games. With thirty plus games left. With thirty plus games, we haven't even hit the All Star break yet. Nope. There's still two weeks until All Star yeah. break. He's not. Okay. Yeah. He's he's crossed. He's off. not gonna get LNBA. He's not gonna MVP. Nope. He's cr- yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. He's not gonna get all NBA either. And that could hurt salaries. Actually, there's some. I'm not sure. Yeah. Some some of them have like some the, contracts have yeah. those discrepancies in there. Yeah. Oh shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, moving on, moving on to the last game uh, from last week, we had a double OT thriller between some uh, some legends. Yeah, Steph dropped forty six. LeBron dropped a, a twenty point or twenty rebound triple double. Lakers take it by one. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Oh, also just came out today. Uh, at the end of that game, um, they missed the final shot. Obviously, it was like a half. It was a full court shot. Mm-hmm. Warriors did, but uh, at the end of it, uh, D'Lo kicked the ball into the stands. So he got a fifteen thousand dollar fine today for that for kicking a ball into the stands. So I mean, your money, I, I don't give a shit. But <laughs> they won too. <laughs> they won. He just kicked yeah. the ball into the stands for some weird. That wasn't like a hard kick by any means, but no, it's it probably it was just dumb. like he was just like I'm gonna kick the ball into the yeah. stands. <laughs> it was just, it was just dumb. But besides the point, uh, crazy game um, for and, I think this is the Warriors' second game back from after their break from their coach dying. And what a what a crazy just Curry Braun matchup yeah. again. The fact that we're still getting these type of matchups Curry's, between guys like these. Curry's throwing. Oh, they're they're both at their ninth and tenth in the league, I believe, right now. In uh in scoring? No, just in the West. Oh, oh, you're saying the teams? Yeah, yes. Ninth and tenth in the in the West right now. Warriors are twelfth. Twelfth. Lakers are ninth. Lakers are ninth. Yeah, they're they're, what three games separating them? Yeah, Um, it always amazes you. You see the teams play like that, and you're like, why couldn't you do that? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, uh, it's it sucks. Warriors Warriors can't catch a break at all this season. Um. Well, I hope that they, I hope <laughs> they can sucks. be a part of postseason play. I hope they. I hope they can at play-in. least get into the play-in. I think they will. Uh, I think this all this All Star break is going to be so needed for them. After, yeah. After their coach deal, yep. which R.I.P. Yeah. Horrible. Um, yeah. It's. I mean. Horrible. I. I can't. I can't put into words how that feels. I can't sympathize. No. I mean, I can't yeah. empathize with them because I have no idea. So R. I'm not going to sugarcoat uh, that. Yeah. No. R.I.P. Decky. So I'm not going to share right, Cody. I'm not going to try to make sense of it in my own words because I just can't. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's not easy for any team to go through that. So the fact that they've done that coming back, um, you know, playing their hearts out, putting their asses off. and um, Probably was a statement game for the team, too, just to tell them all in the locker room, like, you know, we're, yeah. we still have the ability to play at this, this high level yep. basketball. You know, we have some more motivation to do it. Let's, yeah. let's go out there and just try to get some wins their first game back was actually against the hawks but um they beat the hawks and then they lost to the kings and they lost to the lakers so they that king's that loss. king's game was a really the yeah. back-to-back really tough games yeah against two teams two. that are like pretty like kind of rivals over there all right like california teams so yeah yeah all california teams all california. Oh, God. so yeah. it's it's tough for them and and, think... and now they have the sixers tomorrow night the uh <laughs> the warriors do we'll see if uh We'll see if Joel Embiid's scared to play in Golden State. And then they play the Sixers again in two weeks or next week. Yeah. Yeah. 
not the not the easiest schedule, but I mean, but they still got the Grizzlies. You got to yeah, you got to not lose to the Grizzlies like they did up there. So again, right yeah. before that incident, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll we'll see if they can just maybe use that as momentum. Um, but let's move on to JD's dunks of the week. JD, just want to talk about a couple of games that we have going on next week. That yes, sir. Uh, should be some pretty good games. So tomorrow night. Uh, Halliburton is supposed to return. We have the Celtics against the Pacers. Uh, Pacers won by two in their last matchup. These guys have split the season series. It's 2-2 so far. Now the Pacers have Siakam. Matt, any predictions for this game? With Siakam coming, with Siakam now in Indiana, Indiana has won the last game. They're 2-2, two and two, so they split it. Who's got the upper hand for tomorrow night? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'd love to say the Pacers. I mean, they've got they got some momentum going, so they keep the momentum coming up. Yeah, uh, I think they have a great chance. Um, Celtics are still amazing. I don't know, I guess I, I don't think it's uh, so it's it's in Boston too. So yeah, we'll see. It's a little bit tougher. Okay, see in Boston than in Boston, but um, I don't think it's necessarily. I think it's going to be one of the best games. Like uh, that's why it's your JD dunk of the week, right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great game. I'm really yeah. excited to see Hallie and Siakam, and uh, I think I'm going to say I want I'm going to I want the Pacers to take it. I want I the want Pacers to, see... to take it, but I uh... it's you can't. It's hard to vote against the Celtics though. The powerhouse uh, that Boston is. I think it'll come down to literally the last minute, and I think the ball will be in. Jalen Brown's hand, not Tatum's. Well, I think of the ball being Brown's hand. I think he was going right to pop off in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, in his right hand. That was left. That's, yeah, good game. Um, but yeah, moving on to the next game I got going on. Matt, we have a showdown between the Thunder and the Nugs. Thunder have won the last two matchups, so they're going to make it three. Uh, I hope so. It's in, OK, <laughs> it's in OKC. Um, I obviously want to say yes. This is going to be Wednesday night, 5 p.m. Oh, I'm going to say yes. I think they, I mean, coming they off of a loss to the Wolves. They have not lost three straight yet this year. They just did back to back losses against the Wolves and Pistons. I do not think they continue that. I think they continue that trend. They're not going to lose three straight again. Sounds like they have momentum against the Nugs, too. They won the last yeah. two against the Nugs. And obviously, the Nugs struggle against the Sixers without a bead. So yeah. it's um, yep. controlling Jokic. Um, Chet's gonna, Chet's gonna need to play well. Chet's gonna need to play well. Chet's gonna need to show up. Who's the backup center? I don't. Is there a Jay backup Will. center? Jay Will. Jay Will slash Kendrick Williams. There's not really. Those three are gonna have to play a lot of minutes. Yeah. Oh man. Well, technically, Pogusevsky's a backup, 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 but Poku. he's not gonna play. Poku. <laughs> Poku's not gonna play. Fucking Poku, man. I really want to see more. Um, I really want to see more uh, Aaron, Aaron Wiggins out there. Aaron Wiggins he was playing was, well tonight. He's defensive. He's really good. I yeah. like Aaron Wiggins. I want to see more Aaron Wiggins. Good corner three guy. Mark Dagnall, hear me now. Bench, keep Misich on the bench and uh, bring out my guy. Vas- get Vaseline out of there. Bring Aaron, <laughs> bring Aaron and bring Aaron in. Dude, dude, no Vaseline. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, put Aaron Wiggins in. Uh, yeah. It'll be a defensive match. I, th- if, I don't even think that. I think it's at the. I think, think Thunder really need to go actually offensive here, because I don't think the uh, Nuggets have been crazy offensively lately. Yeah, I think if 
they can just consistently score each possession. They don't yeah. get too many turnovers. Uh, that's going to just be the issue is that if they can just match the Nuggets. Is Jokic absolutely going to drop like a 25 triple-double against us? Yes, but yeah. we can still win. <laughs> yes, he will. But we can but still win. <laughs> just if you can limit the guys around him. It seems like MPJ has been a little bit inconsistent uh, as of late. If you can kind of keep him contained, yeah. you keep Aaron Gordon off the boards. That's where he gets a lot of his points, his second-chance points off the boards. Contain those guys. Should be looking good. Uh, let's go to my last game for this coming week, Matt. We got the historic rivalry that continues la boston it's gonna be in boston celtics have taken the last two um they're taking it again do you think they're taking three they look like trash they're not gonna win in boston either yeah Um, i think they're gonna take three yeah yeah it'll be different hopefully it'll be a good game though you know lebron um one thing i think i do want to mention that i was gonna talk about against the uh, Lakers versus Warriors game was uh, the free throws situation with the Lakers. Yes. Um, it's not we've, only, we've seen another discrepancy in free throws. We've seen another discrepancy. Obviously, uh, we had the uh, Raptors coach Darko Rajakovic. Darko Rajakovic. Complete crap. Complete crap. Uh, he ranted really hard about them uh, getting unfavored in free throws, and now uh, Steve Kerr said yeah, he held he back say? his words this is it was his words i'm uh-huh. gonna hold back my words because my mother's here because mother was there at the press conference <laughs> those were his words so he held back his words in the press conference but uh yeah the lakers got an insane amount of free throws compared to the warriors and i think there's a little bit of truth to both of these for the fact that they the league the refs have always and will always as long as this man's still in the league favor LeBron James and I hate it the most I hate it so much it's just true he's been a flopper his whole life he just wants to foul that's part of his game and he gets it but at the same time I think that Lakers um offense is very different from the rest of the league Lewis the league are driving kickback kickouts and three-point shooters the Lakers are not a three-point shooting team whatsoever they're not great at it they can some of them can make it here and there, but that's why they are driving to the hoop a lot more. Obviously, you have AD and LeBron down there. You, of course, you're driving to the hoop more, and you know Torian Prince as well, and and uh, Rui Hachimura, and Christian Wood. Um, Trent, talk to me about this. I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit of a praise here, Trent. I'm sorry. I hate. I hate doing that. I hate giving you praise, but I, it is. It is a little bit the fact that. Um, their play style is a little bit different. So I think that's going to come into effect here in Boston as well. But Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, don't shy away from the hoop. Chris Dobbs will be huge against AD. Yeah. I think that'll be a big matchup. I think that's, I think that's gotta be the matchup of the game there for the Chris Dobbs versus. Um, um, it's a great matchup. AD. I so. will say someone who's been playing really well for the Lakers as of late, D'Angelo Russell. Hello. Uh, he's been playing very well the past couple weeks he's been averaging 26 past few weeks 26 and 6 three point shots been pretty money damn he's been doing well offensively he's been facilitating well uh, I only know most of this because I picked him up in fantasy and <laughs> he's been doing very well for me so I've been uh, ecstatic about that um, but that'll wrap up JD's dunks of the week we'll monitor those games and kind of review Keep how they games. were yep let's finish off tonight Matt reviewing the uh, all-star starters these were announced last Thursday. The yep. All-Star Reserves are going to be announced this Thursday. We will definitely be talking about those in oh, another absolutely. episode as well as uh, a trade 
deadline episode. We're gonna yeah, we're before, gonna be doing entire episodes before we reach yep, for February eighth. Um, but let's look over these these uh, rosters. Can so we, let's can we the East. Let's look over the East. So for the guards, we got Halliburton. Deservingly so. We got Dame Time. Mm-hmm. Well, let's we'll go through the whole list yeah. and then we'll talk. Yeah. We so we got Halley, Dame, we got Tatum, and then we got Embiid and Giannis. Yeah. Looking at that list, Matt, who is left out on this list? Who maybe shouldn't be a starter right now? There's three guys that I can honestly say I would have chosen over Dame. That is one, Jalen Brunson, who's been falling. Two, Donovan Mitchell. And three, Tyrese Maxey. Yep. I think all three of those guys could have and should have made it over Dame. And I would not argue if three of those guys made it, I would say, okay, yeah, deservingly so, whether it was Donovan over Jalen or what. I would have loved to see Tyrese in the East backcourt. I would love, I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I think one reason why Max didn't make it is because he was kind of injury prone the last month ish a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's not playing as much, and uh, his production went down a little bit than when he was the super hot hand that he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So, but he's still good. He's still really good score. Um, that's the one reason why uh, he'd be a good All Star. Um, if you had to like choose between those three guys as the number one. Like you're like that's if Dame weren't in it, this is the guy who I think would be the top guy to go in next. Uh, I think I I think I did choose Jalen for the fact that they're the number one. I mean, they're number four speed right now, and mm-hmm. he's he's killing it. Yeah, I think I'd have to go Jalen. Jalen Brunson. I also have fantasy. So, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> My questions to you are: I'm looking at another guy here. He's averaging. 27 and 11. I'm wondering what your thoughts are. He was a top getter, uh, vote getter in the fan votes. Uh, that's Trey Young. Oh, yeah, I guess Trey's good. Uh, I, I think... just, I was, so when I, when the starters came out, I was just looking at the fan return voting that we've gone over and I saw in the most, in the last one, the second guard Don't, wait, was so, Trey Young, I think. So, uh, um, Dame is averaging what, 25? Yes. So guess who's averaged more than him last week? It's Terry Rozier. I feel like Terry is like Terry Rozier's have over twenty six points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, like I'm not saying Dane's been bad by any means. He's been good. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be at least an All Star. There's reserve. just there's a there's a lot of other guys to look at. I agree with you on those guys. I really agree about Donovan Mitchell, especially how Garland has been out. Yeah. And Mobley. We've talked about the Cavs. We've seen what they've done. And I've said it, I think, in the last episode, it all starts with Donovan Mitchell. I think with Trey Young, I think really just the fact that his team is not good is the only thing that's hurting him there. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Hawks suck. They're like, what? They're 10th or 11th? Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but looking at the rest of the starters, I think they make sense. Yeah. Obviously, Giannis, Embiid, Giannis Tatum, Embiid, easy. and then Halliburton, what he was doing before he got hurt. like Tatum deserves it. Yep. Tatum deserves it. Yeah. And then so, Halley, yeah. He's it'll, be, yeah it'll be interesting to see when the reserves come out. We'll definitely be able to talk about a lot more snubs mm-hmm. when the full roster comes out. Um, but let's look over at the West now. Yep. I'll go through the whole list first. So we got SGA. There we go. My man. SGA, Luca, 
yep. who we've been talking about. He's averaging almost triple double this year. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, who is now in his twentieth uh, All Star game as a starter, as a starter, most in NBA history. KD and Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Looking at this list, Matt, I'll ask the same question: Is there anyone that you think shouldn't be on here? Is there anyone you think that should, any snubs? What are your thoughts? Um, I think there's only three locks on this. Mm-hmm. And those three locks are uh, Jokic, Luka, and SGA. Mm-hmm. Um, those all three are top four in MVP voting. It's uh, and then with obviously Joel in the East. Um, Katie, yes. LeBron's only voted because he's LeBron. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's a, he's having a bad season, but like I do think. Uh, I guess was LeBron technically what there as a forward though? Yeah, yeah, he's the uh, front court. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think one front court player that's doing better than him and his team's doing way better than him is uh, Devon Sabonis. He was leading the league in rebounds. He just had twenty and uh, twenty six tonight. Yeah. 26 rebounds. 26 rebounds. That is crazy. Um, LeBron's averaging 25, 7, and 7 right now. It's not a bad stat line. Shooting um, 39% from the three. 52 from the field. It's not doing bad. It's just the fact that, like, I feel like if you, like, okay, play the same card for the Trey Young on LeBron. LeBron's just in there because people think he's the go. Yeah. Michael Jordan's going to bring an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I think he's purely a starter because he's the GOAT. Uh, no, he's not. Uh, just for the who he is. Um, and I think it's kind of unfair to, to like DeMontis' bonus. Some people were saying that... Um, so we were saying Steph Curry was snubbed, which uh, I don't think... Steph, I know this is this is what's tough. I think I know we're just talking about how good the guards are in the East. I think the guards in the West are even. I think it's like, I think Shea and Luke are like clear cut, but uh, like that's how good Curry is too. That like I think they're clear cut the one and two guards in the in the West right now. But Curry's so good, he also could have made it. Uh, De'Aaron Fox really good, could have made it. Um, you know, question you look, question about Steph. When was the last time Steph wasn't a starter in the All Star game? Year. That's so crazy to think about, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he's probably been one since probably like what, like 2014. And I know it's not it sucks is because it's not his fault that no, he's the, not. Well, the leagues. I mean, the leagues changing. Yeah, the guys got pulled up by any chance. Steph Curry stats yeah. for this year. There, I think I'm trying to remember what other people were saying because I was very okay with that. Uh, Curry's averaging 27. Four boards, five assists, shooting forty percent from three, forty-four from the field. I'm trying to think of other um, other guards, other guards, or so I, I have the fan return voting pulled up from the last the last one. Uh, other guards that were up there that are not, you know, that weren't in there. Uh, James Harden was up there. Anthony Edwards. Oh yeah, I, oh. De'Aaron Book. Yeah, so I, I mean, okay, as starters, if you only pick two guards, yeah, yeah I just... think that's still, yeah, I, I'm not mad at that. I yeah. think that's absolutely correct. How about forwards, front court? So I was about to ask you, because what someone that I was looking at 
his stats may not be as crazy or as good as some of these other guys, but think about the way the team's playing and how he's been doing actually as of late, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, people were saying Kawhi was snubbed. So, but if Kawhi was snubbed, he would either have to go in for LeBron or KD. So your your choice there. You you choose that. You choose me who you who you're taking out for that. I'm leaving KD in. But that's the thing when you look at the when you look at this records again, like the Clippers team are doing much better. Yeah, than both those. They've teams. been skyrocketing. Uh, a couple other names that were on the front court list from the fan votes: Sangoon. I don't know. Paul George. Maybe. Wemby. Yeah. Chet. Sabonis. That's so crazy to think for the front court. Two of the guys in the top ten for fan votes were Wemby and Chet, rookies. Yeah. That is pretty crazy. Oh. Okay, I honestly think I know you're gonna hate me here, but I honestly think either Kawhi or Paul George should have made it over. KD. Over KD. I I I, I would lean if, towards Paul if George. If it had to be someone, you think it'd be PG over Kawhi? I would lean towards Paul George because I guess from what I've seen, Paul George has been so clutch. Yeah. For this team lately, and he's looking amazing, but better than I've seen him in a long time. Uh, that's not that's not to you know. You're not knocking. You're not knocking. Knocking Kawhi. on Kawhi yeah. at all. He's yeah. been amazing as well, but it's yeah. I think I'd put PG in over. You got yeah more stats pulled up. <laughs> PG's been having a good year. PG and Kawhi have been both having good years. Uh, I have Kawhi's numbers up. Kawhi's averaging 33 or er, 23 right now. If he was having 33, we'd be having a different conversation. But him and Paul George are both averaging kind of the same stats or points wise. They're both averaging about 23 points per game. Um, so I guess, yeah, no, I guess I can't put them over KD. What KD's averaging what? He's averaging 20. 28. 6 and 6 almost. 50, 45 from 45 from 3. Point. Okay, yeah, now KD stays in there. Kitty stays in there. Yeah, I think LeBron's averaging 25 this year. 25, 7, and 7. Almost, yeah. Almost 40 from 3. That's tough. I think uh, I think they did it right. I think, yeah. I, I don't think the West is messed up by any means. Like, I, like, I think, oh, I still think you have to put the monster's bonus as a starter. That's just ridiculous. Like, let's think of, like, everybody else that's, like, led the league in rebounds last few years i swear to god they've probably been a starter Crazy. like who led who led the league in rebounds last year uh i'm trying to think what it, I, it might have been ad he was an all-star starter or Jokic. Oh, or, fuck why the yeah or were we looking at well that was most rebounds what about per game also that's the 21 season oh let's go 23 oh yeah we should just look up how much, how many assists, or I mean, how many rebounds they were averaging. 80, also, eighty, yeah, yeah, it was eighty, yeah. Eighty made the All Star game last. Was an All Star starter last year, was not. I believe he was. Yeah, I think Demont. I think Demontis Sabonis is out, um, and I'd put him over LeBron. I'm not putting him over KD because KD's having a career year, despite their shitty Suns plays early on. Um... I think it goes Demontis, KD, Luca, um, SGA, SGA, and Yoke, and Yoke. Yeah, there we go. One thing I want to say about LeBron, um, he's at thirty nine thousand seven hundred twenty seven points. I just wanted to put a sidebar into that. I just want to say <laughs> he's about to hit. He's gonna hit forty thousand points. 
Um, pretty damn soon. It's pretty damn soon. It's going to be this year. They're projecting it to actually happen at the end of February. Um, it's it's just absolutely amazing what LeBron James is doing. Um, just some crazy stuff. Absolutely crazy stuff. But we'll be able to kind of dive more into snubs when the the All Star reserves come out next Thursday. Yeah, because there's going to be some people missed. Yeah, I know. That there's for sure. definitely going to be. There's a lot of people that have been Only hooping. Five more, right? Yeah. Each. And I'm I'm so happy too that it's back to the East West format. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at these important. you're looking at these lineups and they're like holy shit these lineups I hate are the stupid sick. Best players drafts. I think that's the I bullshit. Know, I know. I this is so much better. Uh, looking at these rosters right now, which one do you like more? West. West. Yeah, I'd like the West too. <laughs> the West is crazy, dude. Like I said, like they have three top dude. top four MVP votes. Also, that backcourt of SGA and Luca. Yeah. Holy shit. And the while like LeBron and Jokic against uh yeah. Giannis and Embiid. Like those are that'd be, that'd be crazy, but I still think they have the upper edge. Obviously Embiid's scared to play Jokic in his own town anyways. Who's gonna guard SGA? Halliburn? Nobody. Or Dame. Nobody can guard him. What are you talking about? <laughs> Silly me. It'll probably be Dame. Yeah. Um Yeah, it'll probably be Dame. I see Hallie and Luca matching up better, I feel like. Yep. Which will be easy job for Hallie, I feel like. Yep. And Luca won't defend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a great episode tonight. Yeah, uh, it was. You know, there was a lot there's just like we were saying, there's a lot going on right now in the association and we had to get going, had to get another pod going. Um but we're planning yeah. on we're gonna have another one which we're gonna talk about all-star reserves yep we're gonna be talking about you know any type of league news that will happen between now and then yep. and then a majority of what we're talking about is trade central moving up to the deadline we're talking about teams that we think they make trades yep. who we think they should trade for start grading those trades it's gonna be a lot of fun doing a trade central pod you can try to go through almost every team we can yep uh yeah one episode completely dedicated to just trade central because it's gonna play such a pivotal role in the second half of the nba as well yeah like a lot of a lot of teams we're already seeing effects of trades already especially with like the Knicks and the Pacers and uh, so you're going to see the effects of these trades and we're just going to try to do our best to predict what we can and see just evaluate teams what their needs are and see their buyers and sellers and yeah it'll be good I'm excited I'm not going to give too much away you have to, well, you have to listen we'll also uh, do predictions for NBA All-Star uh, events yep three point shootout dunk contest you know I got my three point percentage Let's see. Let's, yeah, who's Sabrina Ionescu, my Oregon Duck girl. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again. Thank you, thank you, thank we you. We appreciate you as always. Check us out on Instagram, follow and our Twitter, socials at the Bankshot DJs or just Bankshot DJs. No, the uh, yeah, we're always looking for a producer. Always looking Any, for a producer. Anyone's interested, conversation, you know, will always be discussed. Uh, we, we appreciate <laughs> you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. Peace, Peace. out.